In the Blue Ridge Mountains of Virginia On the trail of the lonesome pine In the pale moonshine Our hearts entwine Where she carved her name And I carved my old June Oh June, just like the mountains I'm blue Like the pine I am lonesome for you Mountains of Virginia on the trail of the lonesome pine. In the Blue Ridge Mountains of Virginia, on the trail of the lonesome pine. In the pale moonshine, our hearts entwine, where she carved a name, and I carved mine. Oh, June, just like the mountains are blue, like the pine. I am lonesome for you. Manatcha, episode two fourteen. Double shot. Two movies that I can't recommend. So unless you think this was a, is a all lovey dovey and it's all just good movies that I like, mostly that because again, as I've uh, mentioned in previous episodes, I'm not necessarily seeking out movies I don't want to like. I'm not. I don't. No one's paying me for this, right? I'm not getting paid for this, okay? So I'm gonna review movies I. I would hope I would like, but here are two uh, cases uh, that I didn't. I didn't like. I didn't like them. We'll start with Stan and Ollie, and then we'll get into. Oh, just dropped my phone. Uh, we'll get into yesterday. Stan and Ollie, uh, part of my catching up of all the movies from 2018 that were on my on my radar. Uh, I watched both of these over the summer, and. Uh, again, I should say this is, Hey, my name is Jeff. I guess I should say this stuff at the top of the episode. And I got, I just finished recording the 200 and, uh, whatever, thir- uh, f- uh, 13th movie review. And that was for, uh, my favorite movie of this year, 2019. I'm recording this on December the 11th, 2019 at 11 one and one second AM Eastern standard time. Uh, so please. Uh, if you're if you're if you're on the if you're just on the 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 movie review side of things with me, just go check out the mountain. That's episode two thirteen and the movie review uh, slash episode seven hundred and five uh, five of the MySpace the podcast, which is a which is the that's what this is also on, and that's that's where you get your podcasts. That's where this this comes out as a podcast immediately. Uh, uh, on all your podcasts, where you Spotify, Apple, Anchor, Anchor.fm slash MySpace for all your podcasting needs. Get it there. Uh, I, and again, I'm recording this this right after. I might even if I if I even have the strength in my little bones, I might try and do one more uh, after this. And I don't know if I have it in me. I don't know. Um, actually, I'm gonna try to. I think I might power through and do this one more because the next one's a, a good, another good, weird 2018 movie that I really liked. And actually, uh, I won't, I won't spoil what that movie is, but that, that'll be the next review. 
uh, here on the the this this triple shot of uh, movie review uh, Wednesday. It's move triple shot movie review Wednesday here on the pod. You know it, you love it, and um, so we're doing two here, and we'll do one in the next one. So one, two, one. That's the it's like a haiku, but not not like that. Not I don't not you know one two one sort of what is a haiku five seven five <laughs> syllables i don't know is that what a haiku is oh i gotta google haiku format i think it's five seven five uh, i would have uh flunked on um yeah five seven five this is one two one and both of these films again i can't i can't recommend them i'm not going to give you my recommendation on either one I don't think there's a lot to talk about for this first one at all. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll say that right off the right off the get go. Uh, the Stan and Ollie movie is your your classic. From down to you know it, it, it just seemed to the way it looks, the way it smells, it is just the classic Hollywood biopic in every which way and form and, and and what have you. It does focus on a very it doesn't give you the whole life narrative of these two guys. Uh, Stan, something and uh, and and Ollie something. Uh, that's not La- Laurel. I was gonna say Laurel and Hart. Is it Laurel and Hardy. Yeah, Laurel, Stan and Ollie. This is what I got confused at. Okay, Laurel and Hardy is the name of the, is the name of the duo. But this movie's called Stan and Ollie because it's like their first names. It's a little bit of a play on that. Takes place in uh, the very the later years of their careers. Uh, Nineteen thirty-seven, they kind of have a falling out, and they don't uh, get back. So this takes place in nineteen fifty-three, when they're doing a uh, a music hall tour in the United in the UK. And struggling to get a, a another film made, so their careers have sort of uh, they're on the the downward slope. And it's about this trip in England to the English countryside. Uh, who uh, what was his name? Was I guess uh, he was an English man. Uh, man was uh, Oliver Hardy was the American guy, and uh, Laurel well he was the Englishman. So that was the that was a bit of the yin and yang, and this movie is about you know John C. Riley plays the big old Oliver Hardy and uh, Steve Coogan plays Stan Laurel, Stan Laurel, and they're both great in this. And you, you just from that opening, I hope you could tell how like they do the bit. It's like spot on. They're doing the songs, and so it's it's like completely a completely watchable movie in so much as you're watching two extremely talented actors do really good impressions and the makeup is on point. I think they, they fattened up John C. Riley. He looks exactly like the Oliver Hardy. Really? I mean, it looks very similar. Uh, same with Coogan and, and it's funny. My personal, so my, I was born in 1981. My relationship with Laurel and Hardy isn't exactly, uh, I can imagine that there is an older generation of of people here who are much more interested in this movie just just based on their own life, so and how they grew up and what these two characters mean to them and how so this movie uh, would have a little more resonance with them. But the only thing I can think of when I think of Laurel and Hardy, 
is um, the movie March of the Wooden Soldiers. Okay, but that's not the name of the movie. March of the Wooden Soldiers. The actual name of the movie is Babes in Toyland. I loved this freaking movie growing up. And it was we had it on, I think we had a VHS tape of this for some reason. It's a 1934 movie. God knows why I, as a kid born in 1981, I must have been six, seven, eight years old, maybe even younger a little bit. But when I when I got into this movie, I just loved it. I loved their characters. I, I still think about this movie a lot. Actually, here it's on, it's actually on YouTube in full. Is this it? We'll see how good this version is. Pretty, uh, pretty crappy. I might try and find. I mean, this has got to be public domain, right? Like this stuff. Laurel and Hardy, March of the Wooden Soldiers, Babes in Toyland. I'm gonna do Babes in Toyland Google Drive. This is the secret to getting movies for free. Let's see if we can find. Um, oh, there's a, there's a 1986 version of this movie too with, with Drew Barrymore. <laughs> What? Babes in Toyland, 1986 TV movie starring Drew Barrymore, Richard Mulligan, and Eileen Brennan. Well, I'm adding this to the IMDb watch list, that's for sure. Up to March of the Wooden Soldiers Google Drive. So I think that that's the name of the movie that it comes out with. Now a lot of these are a lot of these scam. There's a there's a big scam market now. With the you used to be able to put in a movie title and then type in Google Drive and people would just have the MP4 uploaded somewhere. I am just gonna see if I can can't just down because I'm I, this has to be public domain. That's why it's on YouTube for free. But the ver version on YouTube stinks. There's a colorized version. I actually re recall seeing the not the the black and white as a kid. Actually, this isn't too bad. Actually, you know what? Maybe I did see the colorized version. I'm gonna, I'm gonna download this off Daily Motion if you don't mind. Christmas time. It's a good Christmas movie. Still a little, little blurry. I don't know. You're not gonna find a good cut of this anywhere. I doubt. Anyway, I gave this a five point. Four one six, so below the Lucy line, which is my can't recommend it to you line. Um, and actually, my review of the, of yesterday, which I'll play a clip for in a second, is actually a lot longer. My written review, and I probably have a lot more to say about that film, just because there's a, there's a very unique. I have a very unique relationship with that film, that is almost kind of cosmic. So I'll leave I'll leave the Stan and Ollie stuff aside. Listen, it's. It is what it is. It's not. It is not essential viewing by any means. But if you're stuck somewhere, you can do a lot worse than the movie. I mean, I was it was vaguely entertaining the whole time. But anyway, let's get let's check out the uh, yesterday clip here. She had to go. I don't know. She wouldn't say. I said something wrong. Now I long for yesterday. What the hell was that? Yesterday. 
That was one of the most beautiful songs I've ever heard. Yeah. It's a bit, bit soppy, but sweet. When did you write that? I didn't write it. Paul McCartney wrote it. The Beatles. Who? The Beatles. The what? John, Paul, George and Ringo, the Beatles. Which Beatles? Is this the insect Beatles or the car Beatles? The pop group Beatles. Nick, help me out here. <laughs> right, yes. Um, there's this problem with musicians. They presume everyone else has this encyclopedic knowledge of obscure pop <laughs> and make you feel stupid when you haven't heard of bands, you know, like Neutral Milk Hotel or uh, the Monophonics, or in this case, the Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> wow, this is the most complicated joke I've ever heard. Nice song, though. It's not a nice song. No, it is, mate. Don't do yourself down just because you look like a cartoon character. It's, it's a very nice song. It's not a song. very nice song, Nick. It's one of the greatest songs ever written. Well, it's not Coldplay. It's not Fix You. It's not bloody Fix You, Carol. It's a great, great work of art. Wow. Somebody suddenly got very cocky. Somebody got very cocky. Uh, yesterday is a 2019 Danny Boyle. Danny Boyle used to make Train Spotting. 28 days later, now he makes these rom coms with a twist. That's what I call this a rom com with a twist. The thing you need to know about this film is that I had this idea. I conjured this complete idea to a T, to the, to, it could have been a carbon copy description of the plot of this film. I had this idea probably 10 to 15 years ago. I and was at some point in my 20s. I, I was I had this thought. It wasn't it wasn't it was not an idea for a movie or anything. It was a thought. What if I was the only person that knew of the? And I thought about the Beatles specifically about the Beatles and the only person who knew that those those songs existed and could this. What would that be like? Could you just pawn them off as your own? I, I, I shit you not. I can't imagine. It's such a specific idea, I think, that, and I never, and I, again, I can't even say I ever had, I never thought of it in terms of it being a movie. It was just more of this sci-fi idea in my head. I was like, wouldn't that be interesting for me, I guess, personally, or anyone? If if anybody if like a certain amount and it was the beat I thought about the Beatles specifically but then I was like what if it was just like a, you could cherry pick songs remember so there was also a thought like I was just like a cherry pick like your top fifty songs and then you could kind of had to recreate them uh, by scratch and that's the exact plot of this movie one day this guy is a struggling musician in England gets hit by a bus on his bike at the same time around the entire world there's this mass power outage there's like a a, a weird unexplained event completely unexplained event the movie doesn't even try to tell you why this might have happened it's not the movie doesn't exist to, to do that at all now that is that a fault of the movie I, it that to me is not not necessarily one of the movie's faults because honestly that's okay i this this is a this is a good idea for a movie i had this idea <laughs> And you might be thinking, well, this is crazy that you have this idea. Maybe you're thinking this. Maybe maybe you're thinking that this sort of parallel thinking happens all the time. I think this is kind of weird because it's so specific that I I would personally have this thought. And then I then I'm seeing it on screen. That's why I felt like I had to go see this movie. 
I actually got lucky. I had a work day over the summer where everyone checked out early and everyone had to do things. And I was up in New Jersey and at my New Jersey office. So I cut out early one Monday at like, and I saw like the 2.30 show uh, at the cinema up, uh, by my office in central New Jersey. And I uh, took this in and uh, there was about four other, uh, two older couples and me. Uh, um, they were chomping on popcorn. I was just had my computer bag in the back and I just kind of snuck in there and I watched this film on a very hot summer day. And the air conditioning at this movie theater was so loud that it, it would click on and off. It was very distracting. So that, that didn't help my, my thoughts about this movie. I gave this movie a high three, low four. I think my official grade was a, what, a 3.992. And... Uh, you know, I I want the, 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 there's there's a, some very like annoying this this movie again. The premise of the movie is is interesting. Like it, I found it interesting, but then there's the movie does so many other things that are so unnecessary that bog it down. So so you don't have to answer that question. Why why did this happen? Why did, did the Beatles no longer exist only in this guy's mind? Um, you don't have to answer that. I don't think that it it would have made that much of a difference one way or the other. But what you can't do is then pepper it with these other things. These is, there's a lot of inane details, and the three that that's, that I remember that I wrote down were that there's other concepts, entities that also fit that that have been uh, been struck strucken stricken stricken from the the public record, everyone's collective knowledge, cultural knowledge, and uh, Coca-Cola doesn't exist in this new post lights out world. Uh, cigarettes don't exist and Harry Potter. So the last one is similar to the Beatles in so much as that's a, uh, a intellectual property type of thing where like, you know, you can make a zillion dollars if you could kind of recreate from, from memory, the Harry Potter idea. Uh, and that's, that's kind of revealed that that one's revealed at the end. And he's just like, God, to be kidding me type of thing. And it's like, well, you know, and so, so that's, it's all well and good. The whole thing's all well and good. But um, the execution of this is, is, is not is poorly done. And, and there's some really bad casting positions, notably Ed Sheeran, who appears early enough in the movie and you think, oh, okay, Ed Sheeran, little cameo scene, he's going he's gonna to stumble through three lines. No, he's, he's, he's a minor character in the film and he's actually pops in and out throughout and he's, and he probably has uh 20 to 30 lines and uh, every scene he's in is, is, is very difficult to watch. He can't act. He can't act to say, I, I mean, it's one of the more painful celeb kind of non-actor. I don't know if he has aspirations to act. He probably does. He's very successful. He can't do it. He's bad at it. it, it, it the scenes sucked that he was in. It was really bad. Uh, another actor here who's just miscast is Kate McKinnon, who play, who comes on as his uh, manager. Once he starts to recreate the Beatles songs, he gets picks up some in popularity. He gets this manager, Kate McKinnon, and she cannot she cannot rein in her kind of comedic over the topness in this film, and it's so out of place. It's it's it felt like she was acting in a completely different movie than the one that I was you were watching. It's like she she playing off of this guy and the guy is good the, the main character guy well i'll just call him the guy because I, I can't i don't know his name i don't he's uh he's the guy he's the he's he's very good he, he's got a good singing voice 
um, he he does a nice job with this, and you know he's not the problem, nor is the uh, the uh, the um, the girl who is you know the uh, love interest. But but therein lies another problem here is that this didn't have to be a rom com. I mean this specifically the the the. the this idea was is big enough i think that could have stood that you know could have been this singular story and the rom-com aspect of it just felt like it was ham-fisted and and uh and uh stuffed stuffed in here kind of to check off all the boxes here you know music rom-com uh you know there's and there's some very british moments too that maybe i don't that didn't translate for me as well uh but danny boyle is is what a what a weird What just what a bizarre career that guy's had. I mean, he's made such. If you look at his filmography, just all over the place. I mean, the stylistically, they all have this very kind of like they're all very colorful and they have this like shininess to them, and they're all very kind of they move. They're very fast paced. So, I mean, they kind of like bridge the gaps there with with that with his style. He's he does have a style, and you, you gotta you gotta hand him that. And and I'm you know, his movies they're never not interesting. So I mean, even though I didn't like this one and I had a lot of problems with 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 how how they did it, it's it it's an interesting premise. Uh, partly because I had it, and and that to me is the is the more the most interesting thing here. Even though it has nothing to do with um, re- recommending it or not recommending the movie, I wouldn't recommend the movie just because I feel like it's kind of a hot mess. And um, did, I, did I miss anything else here that I wanted to talk about? Um, Oh, the John. There's a John. He, he. This is a bit of a spoiler, maybe, but John Lennon uh, appears, and he's alive in this universe. But he's like a fisherman, like recluse. The scene goes absolutely nowhere and just convolutes the whole like, it, like, because then then you think, oh, maybe they're trying to get at a heart of like trying to explain something about this whole phenomenon, but that it just doesn't. And that guy was bad who played the John Lennon. He was like, he's, you know, he felt like a John Lennon uh, impersonator, like or lookalike from Hollywood that was like that would like that would like look to try and pose with. I don't know if this guy even exists, but he just looked. He it didn't look like an. He didn't feel like an actor. Um. Yeah, I don't know. It was. Uh, It, it was it was not not a good film, but uh, it, that the thing about me having the idea that's 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 inter- interesting, right? That's so here here's what's gonna happen here on the podcast feed. I am at here at eleven twenty one in six seconds a.m. going to now do my third movie review and my fourth movie reviewed. Why did I lump these two together out of two? I just felt like they were two because they were both non recommends for me, and that's sort of I don't normally do that, and I saw them back to back, and um. There's really and, and they're kind of they they both have a historical uh, English presence to them as well with re- real kind of characters uh, intertwined. So maybe that's why there was a thematic way of putting them together. But the next one up, which I'm going to hit stop on the record right now, and you're going to hear that if you so choose to then just li- listen to these in order. And I I can't stress enough that you need to listen to every single one of my my podcasts, all of them, especially the movie reviews from one to now. Uh, what is this? Two, what did I say this was? Two fourteen. Oh God. I need to stop doing this.